Hi, I'm your host, Chris Graham, and welcome to the Become Limitless podcast. Welcome back to the Become Limitless podcast. This week's episode is coming in late. It's a week late. I don't know. I'm sh- I've had a shocker of a week, been sick, and just there's a lot of excuses happening, but we're getting it done now. Okay, so this week we're going to talk about breathwork, breathwork 2.0, I can call it. And I just want to bring a couple more new techniques of breathwork that I've found that are really, really good that um, allow you to, you know, again, become limitless. That's what I'm doing this channel for. We want to, we want to further ourselves. So if I find anything that's like re-releasing new stuff um, on old topics that we've already covered, but it's just giving you a little bit more, more tools in that toolbox to really attack life and to get going in this life and to become limitless. So I wanted to go over those two new techniques that I've um, come across. I want to cover the science behind it because there's a lot more science being done on these breath work, this breath work now. And like, so as I, as you've already uh, probably seen, or if you haven't seen, go check out the Wim Hof episode. But that Wim Hof breath work has been studied scientifically. I mean, when you go and give it science behind it, or someone study that behind it, the, the studies, people are, opens their mind. It allows you to really trust that these things work because it's just not just someone saying, "I feel better doing it," like me sitting here and going, "I do, I just do it and it feels good. I feel better." It's not the case. There's science behind it. Someone studied it. There's been um, thousands of people trialed it on, and they're found the results and they've done blood works and they've looked at the physiologies and all those different crazy things that you can do. And that's allowed them to then come to these conclusions when these, when it comes to breath work. And there's a lot more science being done on breath work now to back up and substantiate all these claims of what breath work can do. So these two new techniques that I've come across are really powerful in that regard. Um, then I'm going to go over the science, as I said. Then we're going to go into like breath and awareness, awareness and breath. And I just want to talk about that quickly and how if you can do breath work, you can do meditation and bring that awareness in. And that really, for me, is what I use breath work for. Uh, if I'm feeling flustered or something like that and I'm not thinking clearly, then I can stop, take a breath, bring that awareness back. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm stopping. I'm not letting my brain just run rampant. All the thoughts firing and wiring and doing it on its own. Having all these thoughts on its own. It's doing it automatically. And I'm reacting, not responding. I'm not consciously making a choice to think a certain way. And when I do that, when I take my breath, when I do my breath work, and it's funny, I've started doing it automatically. And once you've done it enough, again, do it so often that you become become the habit whenever you get to a certain situation, circumstance that happens in your life. You can then do this breath work and eventually your brain will go, oh, every time I do this, every time you start to get flustered, every time you start to get a little anxious or whatever the case may be, oh, I start doing breath work. I go, and do my whatever breath work works for you, whatever technique works for you. And you can really smash out the day because then you're starting to gain control over your physiology and the way you react to certain circumstances and situations. So 
So that leads me into the last point we want to go over is when we want to use it. When do I want to use breathwork? Do I want to do it when I'm feeling flustered? Do I want to do it early in the morning? Do I want to do it late at night? Is this something I want to do routinely? Do I want to do it with my meditations? Do I want to do it before meditation? Do I want to do it after meditation? There's so many different ways you can apply breathwork into your life. And I wanted to cover how, when, how and when you do these these, these techniques, these two new techniques that I've got um, during the day and what I've found works best for me. Okay, let's get straight into it. So there's two techniques. The first technique is a calming technique, let's call it. Um, I've just drawn a blank on the lovely person's name that um, did all the science work behind it. I think his name is Dr. Huberman. Huberman? I do apologize if I don't say his name correctly. But he's a, from Stanford, I believe. Um, he does a lot of research there. He does a lot of different research there. There's a lot of red light therapy. There's a lot of um, very out there th um, things that are being studied by him because he wants to know if they're real or not, they work or not. And one of the things was this breath that he can do where most likely you would know is a child doing this breath where it's big breath in and then a quick one quick sharp one at the end of that so it's like a double intake in inhale sorry so it's a slow deep breath in and then a quick one at the end of that and sometimes it's a double at the end of that if you want to do that where you would have heard that or where you may have experienced it is when you're a kid and I remember being a kid and I remember my lovely little kids now when they get all worked up and they get emotional they start crying they're trying to bring it back down they automatically do this breath they breathe in and they, they do this little at the top this little short sharp little quick little breaths and it starts to calm them down it's amazing that that's actually wired into our brains to start to calm us down from any overwhelming emotion thoughts going through the head going through your head so when we can do this deep breath in short sharp or once twice three times whatever you feel is comfortable for you it allows you to calm the brain down and they did a lot of work on this a lot of studies on this and they've shown that they that that breath right there that triggers some crazy brain circuitry in the back there that starts to turn from fight or flight into relax and re relax <laughs> and rest. Let me spit that out properly. Relaxing and resting. Back into recovery mode. Back into taking out of fight, fight or flight. You're removing yourself from that. That's what that breath starts to do and that's from child like you do that as instinct you don't have to taught that breath that's a breath that you do to try and calm yourself down so that's what's happening in there so as you do that breath it's like a kid like a trigger that goes oh okay let's get this done and why it starts to fire and wire all those things going on in the background to start to calm the body down to start to calm the brain down neurochemically we get changed start to flood our body with re releasing, relaxing hormones. It's amazing what goes on. There's a list, there's a crazy list that goes on with this. So 
it's a really good one if you're feeling like you're anxious and like tight chested and you're oh God, and you're starting to feel it. Do that big breath in and that double or even just one. And then really slow out. I didn't explain that either. The really long, slow exhale. Because you know they and then they go back. Kids do it all the time. It's amazing. So do that. So big breath in with a couple or one short, sharp one straight after that big breath. Inhale and then slow exhale. Amazing. Now I've tried this when I was um, getting a bit overwhelmed when I was doing some trainings and of my um, training at work. And I was just getting a bit too much. So I did this quickly. I did it three times and I was able to just change my thought process. My thoughts started to change. I felt like I was in control again. It's just started to lose a little bit of control. And even that, not even firing that circuit that's in your brain when you do that breath, but then taking a conscious step to do something to help you, even if the breath doesn't activate anything or whatever the case may be for you. But being able to take that, as I said earlier in this episode, to take that awareness and bring it back to you instead of being out here, you can see it and everything's just happening and you're just reacting. But being able to respond to a certain situation, consciously respond, going stop. And just letting it flow out. Even me doing that right now, I'm getting this tingles in the fingers, relaxed sensation, and it's, it's amazing. So try it next time you are feeling overwhelmed or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> now the next one, the next breath work technique is a five in, five out, very simple breathing technique. I didn't mention it last time. This is, this is probably the most simple one you can do it doesn't take rocket science, so it's just a slow, deliberate breath in and a slow, deliberate breath out. Now, what this is shown to do is really, really, really powerful for when you just need to relax, you just need to slow down. Where you're winding down for the day or even starting the day, you start to start the day. You want to wind yourself up. You want to get yourself to this medium, medium level of not very alert, and not very sleepy, but in a calm state. We talk about your brain waves when it comes to this. And you got your theta brain waves, you got your delta brain waves, delta's asleep. So alpha, theta, delta. And beta is where you're awake and you're not necessarily good for creativity, not necessarily good for uh, calming down to go to sleep. Uh, it's really good for working. You can even bring yourself up to high gamma. Gamma's again, that's really, that's crazy enlightened um, visualizations. I've never experienced that, I believe. I've never experienced gamma. I might have experienced high beta, but no, no gamma with breath work. But I do believe that this breath brings you to the alpha theta definitely alpha brainwave and that allows more creativity so writing these kind of things I do take these breaths always if I want to perform well 
up here if I'm not doing something so physical because when you're physical you start to use your theta you sorry you go into your beta brain you're, you're more active in your brain because there's a lot going on when you're doing physical activity but if I want to be more calm and use my brain properly then I want to be in my alpha state of brain waves it's a little bit slower a little bit more deliberate for me that's how I look at it and I'll do it by doing that five in and five out that's five seconds in, no hold, five seconds out. It's really relaxing. I don't feel like there's any tension in my body. Every time I breathe out, I want to feel more relaxed. Like I want to feel my body relaxing more if I'm sitting there, if I'm standing there, even if I'm standing there. As I'm breathing out that five seconds, it's just like even less tension in my muscles. And I feel heavier as I do it. And I'll normally do this with a meditation as well. Now, if you're one of these people that really struggles to wind down, like really struggles, like I, for me, it's not a problem at all. I can, as I say, I, I can sit there and I can wind it down. Don't even have to do the breath work. Technically, I'm doing breath work, but I'm doing it. I'm in through the nose, out through the mouth, slowing it down. Like I do all these things unconsciously, I swear. And I just wind myself down. But if you find yourself struggling, and I know a lot of people do, and it's got to suck. Like I can't imagine not be able to wind myself down, not be able to turn my brain off to wind those thoughts back that I have to sit there wide awake. I do recall when I was a kid once being so excited, I couldn't go to sleep and I still eventually go to sleep and then I started worrying and you get in this loop and I've, I've experienced it once and I went, I'm never experiencing that again, I'm not going to do that again. No matter how excited I am, I need to sleep. So I need to wind myself down, and I've just ever since then, I've never had a chance. No, I've never had a problem going back to sleep. So, if you are one of those people, try this breath—the five in, five out. Just really relaxing. Lie down on your back, knees up. I want your hands on your diaphragm, and I want you to breathe into your diaphragm. And this is really important that we do that when we're doing this. Is is when we do that breath, we it's through the belly. It's a belly breath through the diaphragm. Really consciously do that and breathe in with you. When your belly rises, it's one, and then out for five, and then back in for five, and then I hand just hands and nice and relaxed. Once you're feeling really relaxed on that exhale, so as the belly drops, you can really feel the relaxation. Everything's relaxing. The belly's relaxing. Your arms, your shoulders, your head into the whatever you're lying on the pillow, whatever the case may be. Feel your feet. Relaxing into your feet, the weight into your feet from where your knees are sitting up. You can feel the weight of your legs going into your feet. Feel the muscles starting to lose form. You might even feel your legs start to wobble. If you focus and keep your hands on your stomach and focus on that breath in and out and counting that five seconds in and five seconds out, and you keep practicing that, it's going to take a little bit. The first time you do it, you're going to be broken. You're going to count five, count five. This is boring. You might do it once, twice, three breaths. Eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Now, realistically, you should be trying to do this for 15 to 20 minutes. If you can do that for 15 to 20 minutes, you are going to calm your brain down. If you do this consciously, if you do five seconds in, five seconds out, hands on the belly, really feeling that diaphragm in and out, breathe with the breath. It will calm you down because if you can focus on that, then you are taking away 
the power of the mind wanting to think about this, think about that, what's going to work, what am I going to do with family, what am I going to do this, what am I going to do that, oh, I'm not going to get anything done, and then that spiral that happens for these lovely people that haven't been taught how to control either. And I believe that's another thing you can do is start to teach your kids. Teach your kids this control. Teach your kids some breath work. Especially at this point where they're lying down and just do the five in, five out and let them practice. Imagine if they've had these tools in their toolbox and they never have to struggle really. They start to get that, they get anxious and you remind them, no, stop, take a breath. Do your breath work. What are you gonna do? And then they've got these tools for you there out there that have kids. Teach them. They love it. They love to do it anyway. It's, it's, it's an exciting thing to do. I like my kids love it. My little daughter, she loves it. She's been taught and kindies are getting better now. They do it as well. They take a breath. Okay, what's going on? Become aware of what you're feeling. That's what I do. I sit there, I lie there. Not with that one, obviously, but the, the calming one with the big breath in and the, the quick double short breath there in as well. Um, and then I ask myself the question, what is going on? Why are you feeling this way? Why are you anxious? And I start to develop all these tools and these that's what these breath work is. It brings these tools in. So when do we want to be doing this breath work? Let's get straight into that. Breath work is done if that if you're feeling overwhelmed, do that do that one long in with a double or single or triple short inhale after that. Do that whenever you're feeling flustered, whenever you're feeling anxious, whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, when you feel like the emotions are starting to get too much, whenever that happens, do it for as long as you need to start to feel like you're in control and start to feel the calming effect of it. When do we do the second technique? Um, when waking up, you can do it to bring yourself up into alpha. You can do it while going to bed, before just before going to bed. You can do it on a break at work. If you have a break and you need just to bring yourself back, have a good relax, get off your phone, have a real break, do this work. It'll be amazing how much, 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 <laughs> sorry about that, how much more energized you'll be. It is amazing. Now, again, for how long you want to do that for, however long you want, how long are you going to break, how long are you going to do it. I do about 10 to 15 minutes of meditation with breath work in it. Um, Every morning when I wake up, I'll do it, just sit there. I've even got so good if I don't wake up early enough that the kids aren't up before me, I can sit there while the kids have breakfast or whatever they're doing and I can meditate with my eyes open because I've got to keep my eyes on the little boy. He's nuts. He is crazy. <laughs> so I can keep my eyes open on him and I can meditate and breath, do breath work all while he's there and I can do it and be conscious of what he's doing and making sure they're not doing something they shouldn't be. Okay, so that comes to the end of the episode and I just wanted to finish it off with being aware of your breath and your awareness is very, very important because it's, it's, it should be a tool that we're taught in school, kindy, whenever we start learning. And for you out there that are aware of your breath work, you need to be starting to teach your kids as well. Because if we're taught these coping mechanisms, we're taught these mechanisms to deal with situations, to help us, 
gain control over our emotions, to gain control over our physiological reactions to circumstances, then we're going to be so much better off. We're going to be so much more powerful. We're going to be so much more ready to take on the world and life and all the circumstances and situations that are going to arise in life because it's not a cruisy thing. It's not something that's easy to do. It's a rough, crazy ride. And the more tools we have in the tool belt to help us get through this crazy ride, the better. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's late. I do apologize. Um, I want to get another episode out this week as well. We'll see how I go. But I, I will make up an episode. There will be a week for, uh, sorry, there will be an episode every week this year. So tune in for it. Until next time, stay limitless.